Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, my voice uh, may sound a little bit more emphatic or or a little bit faster. Typically, those things happen when I'm excited. And hey, listen, what's not there to be excited about? We've got golf in just 24 hours. Maybe a little bit more than that. I'm recording this at about 10.30 on Wednesday. First tee time is going to be about 2 o'clock. So just over 24 hours before the PGA DFS season kicks off. We've got a lot of things going on. Of course, uh, good things going on in the world of the uh, investing market today for me, so maybe that's why I'm a, a little bit more hyped up than normal. But I'm going to go and say that there's a lot of attributing to that for the PGA DFS season starting tomorrow, and it wouldn't be the PGA DFS season starting without some fades. So I'm back with my top five PGA DFS fades of the week. This is going to make or break the week for most weeks for me. Typically, I'm fading some of the higher-owned guys, especially if I think there's no reason for them to be higher-owned. And obviously, if those guys end up coming through, well, as you can imagine, my lineups are quite behind, especially given the fact that some of these golfers this week are going to be 30% owned. Let's go ahead and start right off, though, in my top five fades. I'm going to start off with Dustin Johnson. Here's the thing. He's 11,100. He's got the best course history here. However, the power of social media and Instagram has given me the ability to follow Dustin Johnson over the last couple of months, or, yeah, last couple of months, really, since his triumphant and career-defining victory at Augusta. It was awesome. Listen, the guy's just partied. That's all he's done. That's all I would have done. He's brought the green jacket everywhere. He's partied with Paulina. I haven't seen him playing much golf. No, granted, we don't see him, you know, practicing uh, or posting his Instagram stuff of all of his practice sessions, but... For me, at 11,100, knowing that he probably took a good amount of time off, as I would have done after his big win, he's going to be a fade for me this week. Coming in at 20% owned, if he was 10% owned, just be a different story. I'd probably try and get re- leverage on the field here. But 20% owned, it's a little too much for me as the top price golfer in the field, given the fact that you've got so many other good guys. It's not like at Pebble Beach, which DJ plays at every year, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, where he's the only good player in the field. That's not the case this year. Or not the case here at this tournament, I should say. At the Tournament of Champions, you know, we've got, you know, eight of the world's top ten here. So, I don't mind fading DJ knowing the fact that he uh, is coming off of a, a, a two months of partying rather than two months of, of practicing. And we know, not, not to say that I'm playing Bryson DeChambeau over Dustin Johnson this week, because I'm not. But I think what it leads to 
at least in my eyes, is we know Bryson's been practicing. We have no clue what Dustin Johnson's been doing other than partying. So uh, that's where we stand. Okay, moving on to my next guy here. Go Webb Simpson. He's a perennial fade for me. But new news to me this morning is I had Webb Simpson written down here, but I'm actually going to move to Xander Shoffle next. I'm going to take out one of the other guys. Webb Simpson was put there when I did my notes here last night, but now I'm putting in Xander Shoffle. And I'll explain why here in just a second, but let me finish up on Dustin Johnson. He's 11,100 on DraftKings, 22% owned. Just going to come in. Great course history, as I mentioned. Great recent form as well. And the strokes gain power rankings. Man, I'll tell you, everything looks good, but sometimes you just need to pick the fade, and I'm going to as well. I'm going to here. Okay, now we'll move on to Xander. And here, here we're talking about with Xander Schauffele. 10200 uh, coming in on DraftKings. I'm sorry, 10000 on DraftKings. He's $200 cheaper than Bryson DeChambeau. My apologies. Uh, I was looking at DeChambeau for a second there, but Schauffele came down with COVID over Christmas, so this was only 9, 10 days ago. Now, what does this mean? Well... It might mean nothing. It may mean that he was able to just bounce right back and he's going to go into his form that he was in prior to coming to the Tournament Champions, which actually hasn't been that great. He's been putting superbly. But the Tour Championship obviously was the pinnacle of his little run uh, in the last little bit. So, on his Xander, he announced that he had gotten uh, COVID uh, uh, on Christmas. He is still here. And we've seen the golfers that have come back from after getting COVID have either struggled or bounced right back in. It's kind of been one or the other. We saw Scotty Scheffler really struggle on his first couple of starts back. But on the same token, we saw Dustin Johnson bounce back with a second place and a first place finish. So no clue which way this is going to go. But for me, given the fact that Xander has not been able to practice, likely was quarantined for a good amount of time at 10,000, at 25% ownership, possibly one of the highest owned golfers in the field, I'll take all of my ownership and go right down to Patrick Cantley, as I mentioned in my uh, top five sleeper video here. You can check on awesome.com, uh, of course. And uh, of course, if you are not uh, subscribed uh, to our channel, make sure you do so so that you get notified right when these videos come out. Uh, they could come out at a couple different times. So always good to like and subscribe to do that. So anyways, back to Xander, highest owned golfer in the field. You go to a guy that's very comparable in talent and results and maybe half the ownership, maybe a third of the ownership. So I'll go all the way to Patrick Cantlay there, fading Xander Shoffley on that news. Webb Simpson was going to be my guy. I'm actually not going to even talk about him because he's not that highly owned this week. Projected right around 13 to 15%. So even though he is a basically a perennial fade for me, I actually won't be that underweight on him this week given his projected ownership. So Dustin Johnson, Xander Shoffley at the top. Now moving on, another one of my perennial fades, Harris English. He's coming in $8,700 on DraftKings, 21% owned. Just too much for me. You've got guys like Colin Morikawa at 8800 that have done a lot more. Uh, certainly in terms of winning golf events over Harris English. Granted, English has played great recently. I will take Morikawa over English. In fact, I'll even take Daniel Berger, who projects to be about 5 maybe even 10% less owned than English at the price right below him. So for me, Harris English is a big fade for me this week. Uh, recent form looks good. Two top 10s in his last two starts, including a top 5. Plus, his strokes gain numbers. He's very consistent everywhere. 40th off the tee, 50th on the approach, 30 around the green, 15th putting, so a really steady game for Harris English. For me, I don't need steady here. I want a guy that I know can really light it up and score. I don't think Harris English is a great fit here. Last one's going to, I'm sorry, second to last one's going to be Ryan Palmer. And listen, this is a just pure ownership fade perspective for me. 
He looks like he could be the highest owned golfer in the field. And granted, I know that he came in 17th here last year and scored over 70 points. Maybe there's a little bit of course history angle. He's coming in off of two top 20s. Strokes gain stouts left good. 39th off the tee, 52nd on the approach, 95th around the green, 111th putting. But listen, he's 30% owned. He's not that much better of a golfer than, say, Brendan Todd, who's a lot cheaper, a couple hundred more dollars. Lantel Griffin, Mackenzie Hughes, who are cheaper uh, by a couple hundred and certainly by a bunch of percent. And you can even go down to somebody like Stuart Sink, who is a similar type player to Ryan Palmer and is going to come in $200 cheaper and a fourth of the ownership, something like that. So for me, easy fade. Ryan Palmer, highest on golfer this week. Easy fade for me. All right, and the last one is Mr. No cut withdraw king himself, Kevin. Na 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 na. Listen, I love Kevin Na. He's been a source of one of my biggest wins when he won a Colonial a couple of years ago. I really like this guy, but listen, I don't blame him. No cuts. Him, Jason Day, Louis Oosthuizen, Henrik Stenson. Four golfers. I will not play in no cut events because they have shown me that in their history, if they don't get off to a hot start and they've got a little neck problem bothering them, they withdraw. So I'm just not going to play him. That's honestly the only reason. Given the fact that he's 18% owned as well, it's not like he's done very, that great here uh, when he's come. And if you're playing Kevin Na, obviously you're buying into the fact that he's one of the best putters uh, in the game. You got Mackenzie Hughes, who's going to be right around the same ownership there. You can even dip down you know, a little bit lower to find some good go- uh, some good putters like Richie Wierenski at the min price. Again, I'm not saying I'm advocating playing these guys over Kevin Na, but... I think that 18% owned in a no-cut event is just a little bit too much for me. I'll go the other way here. So that does it for my top five PGA DFS fades for the Tournament of Champions. little recap summary here. Dustin Johnson, Xander Schauffele, Harris English, Ryan Palmer, Kevin Na. Those are my top five biggest fades. I know that Webb Simpson might be the thumbnail picture. I apologize on that, that he's not in here. The reason is because he came in a little bit lower owned than I expected. And I got the COVID news from Xander Schauffele, which for me is enough to be a big fade rather than trying to play the field like I was going to. It's going to end up being a pretty big fade for me this week. So there you have it. My top five PGA DFS fades for the Tournament of Champions. We will see you on our live before lock show tomorrow, 1 p.m. Ben Raza, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Osmo Baker, and myself are all going to be giving it to you, breaking it down all the way up until lock. We'll stay a couple of minutes after, talk about some ownership, and get on out of there. So I'm going to get on out of here. going to go do my betting video here next. So if you're interested in a, a little bit more video content, I'll have it for you here shortly. So thanks for coming by, and we'll see you on the next time.